in a world where creativity has no monetary value, where the Disney Federation reigns supreme, two aspiring filmmakers, tired of being overlooked, decide to play the game, but with a caveat. Here, stale movie franchises will remain in title only, reimagined for a new audience, story, plot, all completely redefined. This is Reboot. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Reboot, a podcast series where we'll take an iconic film or TV show and reimagine it in a completely different manner in which it was originally released. Genres will be crossed, characters will be compromised, and your favorite memories of these storied films may or may not be bastardized. Oh yes, this is Reed. I am your co-host Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Hey Mowgli, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. We love the feedback from everyone. Our first reboot episode, The Santa Claus, turned out to be a wonderful success. We loved all the notes, we loved all the comments, we couldn't stop laughing recording it, and it feels like you guys felt the same way listening to it. So we want to say thank you for that. Thank you very much. And that's why we're back again, guys. We're going to hit you with another movie. Yes, we are. We're back again. (laughs) Well, without further ado, let's get to the rules of the reboot, shall we? Okay, rules of the reboot. Number one, we are presenting a fresh concept of an existing intellectual property, be it a film, TV show, hence the name reboot. Number two. Number two. Each participant will have the opportunity to pitch their idea, and it's up to the audience to decide whose project will get the... Reboot. reboot. Number three, your reboot must try to be as opposite to the original film as possible, be it rating, genre, cast, director, you get the idea, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. And number four, most importantly, be weird, get creative, because this is the most essential component, and may the best reboot win. Always me, bro. I'm going to win another one. Sure you are. (laughs) Sure you are. Okay, Now to the film for today's episode. And now, our feature presentation. With all the great feedback we got from the last reboot, we decided, what the hell, let's go back to the well of our childhood nostalgia and reboot another classic 90s film. So, we are rebooting the 1992 classic Three Ninjas! Aya! Aya! (laughs) That's right, Three Ninjas is getting rebooted right here, right now. Okay, just a quick refresher. The original logline for the film. Each year, three brothers visit their grandfather for the summer. He is highly skilled in ninjutsu, and for years, he has trained with the boys in his techniques. The original was rated PG. It was an action comedy family film, and uh, basically, yeah, that's what it was. It was three brothers, Colt, Rocky, and Tum Tum. Tum. Tum Tum, right? <laughs> we both just fucking smirked when we said Tum Tum. Oh, him and his good and plenties, right? Yeah, He's my... probably a diabetic now. <laughs> Stop it. Alive. I modeled my life after him. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, shit. So, yeah, dude, those three ninjas, they were supposed to be half Japanese, but they were all white. <laughs> Even his daughter, uh, which, you know. That was 90s at, filmmaking, yeah, right? bro. It was 90s filmmaking, yes. Let's culturally appropriate them. Typical 90s. <laughs> so, yeah, Grandpa Mori Shintaro. Mori Shintaro. He was just this crazy-ass ninja. Who had a backstory? What was he trying to do? I thought he was like a drug dealer. He wasn't a drug no, dealer, right? It was like the worst story ever. What so was it? <laughs> him and his uh, antagonist Snyder, business partner, business at first. partner at first. That their business was to open up 
ninja gyms around the world. Okay. And somehow that no started a a warhead ring. I don't understand, but so, so from being so Snyder is the main villain in this film, and Snyder and Maury were originally business partners trying to do a ninja gym, mm-hmm. but he is also a nuclear arms dealer. <laughs> yeah, so- <laughs> What a crazy moonlight that was, right? The 90s. Oh, my goodness, dude. So, yeah, that happens. The brothers are kind of, um, they have their ninja skills, but they're not really allowed to use them. Their dad is kind of against it. Yeah, he hates on them. Because the the kid's dad, he's an FBI agent, and he is, like, after Snyder all the time. And he knows that Maury and Snyder had this relationship, so he kind of has this hostility towards him, right? Mm -hmm. So, that happens. The boys end up trying to get kidnapped by these, like, goons, right? These little, like, like... Stoner henchmen. Yeah, Snyder sends some snow stoner surfer buttholes over there. Yeah, some chaos ensues. That's like one of the major fight action pieces yeah. of the original one film. One of the best. The best. <laughs> I just remember the diarrhea scene. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Give me that. Yeah. Mm, the soda is delicious. Of course. Tum Tum, dude. Gosh, man, you can't do that now. Uh, you should have been on Super Size Me. <laughs> something I don't know. We love Tum Tum. He was my favorite character. Yeah, he, was. Same, he was my same. favorite character. Ultimately, they end up having a final showdown, Grandpa Maury and Snyder. He saves the day, bro. And he saves the day. Maury saves the day. The brothers are there. They think that Snyder is going to kill their grandpa. He doesn't through the power of, was it Good and Plenty's? Good and Plenty's. The candy Good and Plenty saves the day. He shoves him down his throat, right? Yeah, then boom, regains his energy. Grandpa regains his energy, and then he just, boom. I think he does like a random scissor kick in the air and takes down Snyder. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's 90s filmmaking for you. (laughs) That was the first film. It was crazy. There were some sequels. Did you watch the sequels? God. You loved them, right? I loved two of the sequels. <laughs> Not the Hulk Hogan one? Hey, brother. I, How'd you know? I, How'd you know it was that one? I'm so, I'm so heated, bro. I'm so sorry, guys, if I'm really loud. I hate that movie so much. I wasted, I remember this as a child, I wasted a blockbuster night on that movie. I remember my mom was like, go get whatever you want. I was like, yes, High Noon came out. I don't care if none of the original players are in it. I want to watch it anyways. Watch it, fucking disappointment. Don't watch as it, like a, As like a seven-year-old or yeah. whatever, you, you knew you hated it. Even then, whatever year it came out, I saw it that year. I believe maybe 99. But yeah, I was like, this is horrible. Even I knew that. So that's why we're here, and we're going to make our versions of the movie. Exactly. <laughs> One more thing before we continue. There was a little bit of like some um, production or copyright or what was it? Like some legal aspects where the second film release was actually the third film shot. Yeah. So this is how the story goes. So Three Ninjas, the original first one, there wasn't a sequel shot right after this one was made. And that one was called Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. Yeah. But I guess there were some legal issues where another company got rights to it. So they did the other one, Three Ninjas kick back but there was a crazy legality of like who really owned it who didn't but the second production company who made kick back they were allowed to release their film first so that's why technically the third film is released second so the correct order is three ninjas three ninjas knuckle up three ninjas kick back mm-hmm. and there is a little bit of actors change in the kickback version, Yeah, because right? the second company couldn't get all where, the members. Where, where does uh, The come... Empire Strikes Back, right? <laughs> and Return of the Jedi, right? Three Ninjas, Return of the Return of the Mori. Oh, <laughs> Return of the Snyder. That, that's yeah, way better. Three Return Ninjas, of, Return yeah, of the, the Snyder. Snyder. Okay, yes. Well, enough about the original film. It's now time for our turn. It's my turn! Who do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, you God, go? you're eager. I know. I think you, you think you beat me on this one. Okay, you think, uh, okay. Go, go, go. All right, this is my film, okay? 
the title of my film, I'm keeping it simple. I'm calling it Three Ninjas. Why? Because <laughs> why not? It's an iconic title. It, it, it sticks. It's great. My logline. A trio of brothers set out to take down a corrupt ninja regime after it was discovered they framed their grandfather years ago. My genre, it's an action comedy superhero. It's rated R. Okay, complete opposite. It's going to have super violence, super action sequences, some nice, uh, you know, vulgarity. Love it. Yeah, and and I guess if I could compare some films to it, it would be Kick-Ass meets The Boys, that that show on Amazon, meets Deadpool. Kick ass, meets the boys, meets, meets Deadpool. Deadpool. Yes. You have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Insanity with kids in it? I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, you want me to do my log line? Yeah, yeah. All right, for my film, I, I agreed with you. Simplicity is, is key. So mine is called The Three Ninjas. All right, some classy ass I like that, that elegant, that the. <laughs> you know? All right, here's my log line, guys. Years. After Mori Shintaro was deceptively ousted from his own company, a familiar foe reappears. With the help of his three grandchildren, Ninja Master Mori bows to stop his former protege. Ooh. So it was a little bit, you know, I kept it a little simple there. just yeah. to, you know, get the, like, mysteries. Like, ooh, what is this? So mine, genre, is going to be a full-on martial arts film influenced from, like, the old Kung Fu era, the wire work. So we're going to bring that with ninjutsu, and I think that's going to be crazy. The rating for this is going to be a hard R for violence involving minors. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so you're going to kill some minors there? So you're no, on, you, know. <laughs> you have back-to-back movies where your minors are in very compromising situations. It's a new America, okay? Kids oh. grow up faster these days. All right, the internet, man. Blame the internet. <laughs> Damn you, TikTok. <laughs> okay, yeah. I love it. I love it. It's great. Now let's get on to the cast and crew. We're going to remind you guys of the original Three Ninjas cast and crew. The director of the original Three Ninjas was a gentleman named John Turtletob. The writers are Kenny Kim, story by Kenny Kim, and mm-hmm. Edward Emanuel. For my version, drum roll please. My director for Three Ninjas is none other than Deadpool's Tim Miller. Ooh. And my writers... Seth Rogen, <laughs> and myself. I'm going to speak it into existence. No. Yes. Okay, so this is like, this is comedy comedy. Yes, this, this is, is comedy, comedy slash comedy. violence. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm picking inspiration No, I mean like from... comedy comedy. Like, you got Seth Rogen, so this is going to be some. This is going to be some funny ass shit and some violent ass shit, okay? So I'm thinking this is the end type comedy, super bad type comedy, mixed in with that Deadpool, mixed in with that kick ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kind of see the I vision like there, right? Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, fool. Yeah, I, I yeah. got that. As far as my dream distributors. Seth Rogen does have his own production company, Point Grey Pictures. They would be an ideal candidate. Also, I like J.J. Uh, Abrams, Bad Robot. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see both of those two as potential, you know, my dream distributors. Cool, cool. How about yourself? All right, all right. Let me go with the production companies first and the distributors. I personally, as a filmmaker, I want to be, like, known with one company. And for right now, that's going to be Legendary Pictures. You yeah, know, that's epic. You know, that's, that's epic. epic stuff. But I know. It's going to be in partnership with Disney because I believe Disney does own this franchise now. Oh, yeah, right? The Disney Federation reigns supreme. Uh, Shit, that totally (laughs) fucked me up. (laughs) Damn it! All right, for my cast and crew, uh, for my crew first, uh, the director I really want is Zhang Yimou. I hope I didn't butcher it. I know I butchered both names, but uh, he directed one of the great action movies. I like Shadow. It's on Netflix if you guys want to see it. 
Uh, he also did his well-known films, Hero and House of Daggers. So you kind of see the kind of I know style. what you're talking about. Kind of like a grand epic martial arts film, right? Yeah. Exactly oh, what I'm okay. going for. And then that's too, I, I even went with more of the stunt choreography. I want that from The Last Samurai. They had a crazy ninja Oh, I like there. that. Good choice. Good yeah. choice right there. Last Samurai stunt choreography, for sure. So for the writers, I'm picking myself, you know? As you should. I feel like I got to. I want to like J.J. Abrams or John Favreau this shit, you know? So it has to be through my mind. But I'm also going to give writing credit to the, one of the original writers, Edward Emanuel. Because I'm going to copy a little bit of the beats. I'm going to go with it, but definitely just change it up. Okay, cool. I like it, man. I like it. I like it a lot. Both of these are solid options right Two here. Two different types of st- stories we got going. Yeah, as, as it should be. Yeah. That's how we like it, man. That's how we like it over here in Reboot. Okay, the original cast. We're starting none other than with the Mori Shintaro role. Grandpa. Grandpa. Originally played by Victor Wong. Victor Wong has sadly passed away. R.I.P. May he rest in peace. Rocky, Michael Trainer, Colt, Max Elliott Slade, Tum Tum, Chad Power. What a great name for Tum Tum. <laughs> I love that name. Chad Power. You know, Snyder, gentleman named Ran Kingsley. Looking back at it now, Jean-Claude Van Damme could have been that character. Yeah, it seemed like he modeled him like a, a, a little bit crazier version of him and yeah, taller. <laughs> exactly. Sam Douglas, gentleman named Alan McRae. Jessica Douglas, this is Maury Shintaro's daughter, Margarita Franco. <laughs> so, so that's what it is. That's what it is. And Emily is played by Kate Sargent. Okay, so that is the original. Let's go ahead and go with my cast. What I'm doing, I want actors with background in martial arts and comedy chops. I also want actors that are Asian and Hispanic. I'm going to combine both of those because why not? It's my vision. So my top billing for Maury Shintaro, none other than... George Takai. Oh, my, my, my. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? You don't expect it. You don't expect that. Grandchildren. <laughs> oh, Rocky, come here. <laughs> Tum-tum, wow. Oh, I need way. some good and plenty <laughs> men in my life. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're gonna, he, he's, so, he's so not what you expect to be for a super martial arts dude. And that's what I want to do. I want to surprise you, man. I don't want you to assume that it's going to be a crazy martial arts dude. George, George Sakai is going to, he's going to trick you. Okay. For my role as Snyder, I'm going with Henry Golding. You know him from, I think he's from crazy rich Asians and from the gentleman. It's a good looking Asian fellow. He's going to be a great villain for my tum tum. I'm going with fresh off the boats, Forrest Wheeler. Love his comedy chops. Love his timing. Love his delivery. Funny dude. Funny kid. I agree. For my Rocky, I'm going with Diego Tinoco. If you're unfamiliar with that name, he is from Netflix's On My Block. He is the lead actor in that. And for Colt, I'm going with Cobra Kai's Zolo Maridueña. Good cast, though. Good cast. Oh, I'm not George done. Akai, I'm hold trying on. to see what... Oh, you're not done? Hold on, hold on. Hold I on. thought that was the bomb. For Mama Shintaro, I am going with Lucy Liu. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's... That's, That's what you're going for? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Lucy Liu is a perfect choice for that. I love her background in Kill Bill. She has comedy chops in Charlie's Angels. She'll be great for this role. And for my dad, I'm going with Benjamin Bratt. Okay. Yeah, he's going to okay. be a Hispanic okay. version. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be – for this version, he's not an FBI guy. He is kind of more of a male trophy husband. I he's can see be it. Kind he of play that level. Yeah, 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 he's, played that. That. Yeah, yeah, he's played that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's played that. He's a little yeah, bit yeah. of a ditz. And as Emily, Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. So yep. Does that mean Emily's going to have a bigger role in this since she got a a pretty good name on that? That makes sense. Uh, not really. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's more about the ninjas and the thing. Yeah, I just I, I just felt like Millie Bobby Brown was a good name there. 
How about yourself? All right, for my cast, first and foremost, let me say this. We brought it up earlier. The race has been a big thing for me. He has a daughter. She's not Asian at all. Then she has a kid. They're not not Asian Asian at all. Okay, so we're just going to go there. But for my grandpa, for my Maury Shintaro, the one, the only, the only person I could see being grandpa right now, Jackie Chan. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I. That's a solid choice right there. Come that on. is. That's, that's a very good choice. Great background, great martial arts. He has that wisdom. Yeah, and he's older too. Yeah, now it's gonna work. He'd be that, he, and he's gonna do his own stunts, right? Yes. Yeah. Come on. Okay. I need it. All right. For Jessica Shintaro, I had, just have to say it now because you stole it right from under me. But Lucy Liu. Yeah. And another thing, a reason I chose her is because in the first movies. How does she not know najitsu or exactly, do any right? of that work? Yeah. So he had to have taught his daughter some stuff, and she had to retain it. So that's why I picked her, too. Snyder. Now, this is one of my out-there kind of picks. Dave Batista. I like it. I like I him. like that. I like that. What are you trying to do there? You're trying to— I'm trying to—the opposite. Physi- opposite. Physicality, young, you know, just beast. And plus, he, he's I've seen him in many things. I Spy, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy— He's he could do it. Action, flexibility, his WWE work, it all helps. All right, solid, for, solid so know. far. I like it. All right, for Sam Douglas, he's still going to be an FBI. My original pick was Mark Wahlberg, mm. but then I saw a few episodes of Cobra Kai, and I'm going on the bandwagon, and I chose William Zabak, who played Johnny, to be the father in there. And I also did it because he knows karate, and I want that to be like a subtext of why he has a strained relationship with Grandpa. Because Grandpa teaches the boys nijitsu, and they like that, whereas Dad, he's a karate guy, and they don't like that. So I think that would bring a little bit more different tensions to it than the original. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow. That's your cast? Well, I got my kids left. Oh, yeah. Stupid me. (laughs) So this is just going to be a little cop-out, but I want exactly what you want. I want... The kids to know their martial arts. I want them to be fresh faced, though. I was looking off uh, the cast from Fresh Off the Boat, too, and I want that kind of age range from their first two seasons, going from 12, 11, 9. So I honestly would, I want to hire the casting director from Cobra Kai to get me these young Asian kids that know martial arts. I like it. Solid, solid, solid. Let's move on to the major story beats. What will remain and what will be changed? So the way my movie starts, like I'd mentioned, it's an origin story. We're starting off in Tokyo, 1964. Young Grandpa and Snyder, best friends, graduating from ninja school. But Snyder is a little bit sneaky. He's going to have this other investment opportunity, and Grandpa rejects the offer because it goes against the ninja values. We find out months later that the ninja school found out that Grandpa allowed this to happen, and he didn't stop Snyder. So now he has been kicked out of the ninja school, full of shame, and he must go to the United States to start all over again. Now we fast forward to present day, and we're in a crazy, intense ninja fight at an unknown location. And just as one ninja is about to kill another one, we hear a cut, and it reveals to be a movie stage. And they're filming a ninja fight for a successful TV show created and hosted by Grandpa Shintaro. What? Yes, exactly. He's become a TV personality known for his martial arts and successful ninja show. You know, it's kind of like what Bruce Lee could have become. The show is like part live action part intense choreographed fight sequences and that's where some of the famous phrases from the original film like light up the eyes and ayah come in so those are going to be famous phrases from the tv show nice nice i like that that's how my movie starts okay so with me the way my starts is i modern up today's era 
I always hated the gym thing that we brought up. So where we start is a young Snyder and grandpa, and you see their history of how Snyder became his protege. Uh, the company I've uh, toured with the name. So Toro tech, I was thinking, you know, biological firm. And you just see grandpa teaching him the ways of the ninja, but at the same time, the juxtaposition of Snyder trying to take the reins of the company from grandpa. And mm-hmm. he eventually does. He gets him ousted by his own board. And then grandpa moves to California where we set the story and we see him training his grand his grandchildren like the beginning of the original film. So what does this company do? That's where it's going to be a lot of my writing going to. Okay, it. okay, I got you. But I was interested in like uh, Chinese cancer villages and how companies dump their radioactive waste or any kind of material waste. And that's where I'm going with and. The reason why the FBI is in it is because Snyder is doing all this illegally. Oh, I like that. I like that. Look at you, you humanitarian. Well, this is going to go straight into my sequel, all right? Oh, I can see it because the the Native American one, remember? The second one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice, nice. One of the major scenes that I'm going to keep for this one is that basketball scene. Do you remember that basketball scene? I love that scene. It was so funny. Another thing I should mention, though, these kids were like in middle school, fifth to like eighth grade, it seemed like. My kids are going to be in high school. They're going to be like freshmen, Ooh, sophomores, yeah, and juniors. Yeah. So they're older, as you can tell by the cast. I should have mentioned that earlier. But that basketball scene, I'm going to recreate. They're going to be playing. The brothers are going to be playing against a bunch of goons for Emily's phone. They've stolen her phone. I just remember how in that one, like they just the basketball scene was so like poorly crappily oh, yeah, edited. The, the cuts and stuff, like, <laughs> and it was just like fast forward. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> the shots randomly, and yeah, just going in, yeah. Oh. But but in this one, like I just wanted to recreate that a little bit where. The, the goons are, like, really, really trying to punk the boys. And then Colt literally, like, he's dribbling, and he literally breaks one of their ankles. And no. you see it. Super graphic. And it's just, like, kind of like Gordon Hayward when oh, he messed up his ankle. No, yeah. And, yeah. and the crowd is freaking out, and they're just all it recording disgusting. it. You guys got to see that. <laughs> and, there, and it just goes viral. That viral element ties into how Snyder finds the boys again because it just blows oh, okay. up. I like that connection. Yeah. yeah, it blows up, and then Snyder finds out where the boys are. So then he's going to try and make his way towards them. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay, well, my major scene that I want to change with is the house invasion scene. That's oh yes, that's my major change up because I my first act is similar, but just more into the backstory of Grandpa Snyder and where they're at. But I love I love the home invasion scene. That's one of my favorites. So the people that get the kids this time are more of like a modern thugs, you know, who just flex on the gram kind of still, you know, because I was trying to find the the in the 90s, they had stoners. Yeah, the, the villains or the goons were like a bunch of stoner, stoner dudes. Like stoner in their, their so that's what caused them to make more mistakes, you know, and be more clumsy. And that's where I have like the new Instagram like followers, you know, looking for, for clout, chasers. clout chasers. Yeah, that's definitely where I'm going with. But my major turn up is in this is where the mother is in the house with them. You know, so we could finally see Lucy Lou break out. Her ninja skills like that it. I know her her father had to have taught her. So we see an intense fight scene, but three against one is still hard. And mind you, she doesn't she doesn't practice anymore. So this is old memory moves that she's bringing out. So they get him, they get her, they trap her into the closet, and then this is where the boys go in, and they go way more. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and this is where I bring my quotes, where it's like, "Let's murderize them." Yeah, yeah, you're gonna this, re- you're gonna recreate those from yeah, the original. Yeah, so yeah. when they say let's murderize them, that's when you you're going to see these boys go hardcore. They're gonna kill these freaking people. 
One or two of them for sure. Okay, man. I like it. You know, that's the next scene I was going to mention too was that burglar, that babysitter scene because it was such a major set piece in the original. I changed it up a little bit for mine. Instead of them being attacked by these burglars in an empty home, the brothers are now at a house party and they've snuck out to the house party. Emily's going to be there. Rocky is trying to smash. (laughs) Rocky Rocky loves loves Emily. Emily. Rocky loves Emily. (laughs) And that's where the ninja goons... They show up. They show up, and a crazy fight scene unfolds. Emily's getting kidnapped. The grandchildren are forced to use their martial arts skills in public. They've been told their whole life, don't. You know, we know we're legit as fuck, but you can't show them. And they start kicking ass. They start destroying all these people, just like super sick fight sequences. But they're outnumbered, and they think it's over. And just like what you did, mom comes to save the day. I want to see Lucy Liu kick ass. I want to see her. Yeah, and this is where she's going to have a crazy-ass sword katana battle. What? Yes, I'm going to have that. Think of, think of Uma Thurman. got swords, bro. This is my version, homeboy. That's true. That's true. My bad, my this bad. It's my version. My think, think of Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, that final scene in, 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 the, in Japan, when it's all Which black and white and she just starts oh, slamming yeah. all of them. Oh. That's where I'm drawing this inspiration from. Lucy Liu is going to be like Uma Thurman, like the bride in Kill Bill. She's just going to be slicing Come people on. up. <laughs> Blood, guts everywhere. We're going to have some funny-ass jokes in between there because Seth like Rogen that. and myself are going to be writing it. And yeah, that eventually leads to, after, after Lucy Liu... Kills all the ninjas. You know, she comes up to the boys and it's like, yo, Snyder's here. These are our Snyder's goons. Let's go. We have to meet up with Grandpa. And then that's where the next scene happens. Yeah. That's where my scene goes, too. So in the original, they go into Snyder takes the boys hostage and he puts them on some weird. Like a boat, carrier, right? Like, not even a, a carrier, airship carrier. I don't even know. Full of ninjas. And I'm like, I cannot do that. How in this modern era, how do I get people to a dock? How do I? So I changed it up. Snyder, in the story, is coming to America, and he's building a domestic headquarters of Turo Tech. That's what I have right now. I haven't changed the name, but that's where he has, and that's where he takes him to a compound that he's disguised as their headquarters. But in there, he has his whole ninja army. They're all just there. Huh? Yeah, just, everybody just, <laughs> just say the word, boss. We'll do it, boss. That's what they're doing. So that's how I got the boys there. But the one scene that always gets me in this is there was a potential crazy scene in the original where the boys have escaped their cell, and they meet up with a crazy, insane... Oh, yeah, that's the clown makeup dude. Yes, 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 yes. yes. A crazy war paint ninja. Oh, well, he had a katana, so I guess you're right. He was wielding his sword, and I just love... He brings down... You just see this crazy... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, And the boy's like, what the fuck? So in mine, same thing's happening. In the original, they get blasted with, like, heat, and it's done. Like a pipe burst. A pipe and, burst and, and, and it sprays in his face and it's over. Yeah, it was a very funny bit. Like you think he's super serious and then some funny little bit like that happened yeah. and his pants fall off. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not not in mine. Fuck no. that. The guy brings <laughs> out the fucking sword. Colt is like, yo, let's fight this guy. You know? And then the original Colt comes. You hear Tum Tum like, no, fool, let's run. And Rock, nah, fool, let's hide. And then this is where Colt sees... A big-ass pipe is like, let's go. They're hitting. Boom, boom, boom. So it's a pipe and a katana. Pipe and a katana right now. Nice. Going, going. And then Colt, boom. You think he's losing a bit? He's losing a bit. Boom. Snatches wrists. Warrior drops the katana. Colt picks that up. Is going at him. But the ninja does this crazy roundhouse kick. Hits him. And this is where I still get an inspiration from the original. Colt sees that pipe. And he hits it with the katana. And it breaks open. And then the that bursts up. Oh, I got you. Into the ninja. And then this is where I, Colt just like, fuck it, I got him. 
and he just you see him just <laughs> strikes it into him and just this is a nine- and just blood everywhere. This is a nine year old doing this. Yes. You sick fuck. I love it. And all of you. And then that's where they go on and to meet grandpa in the end. Okay, yeah. That, uh, that's exactly the, the next scene. The final scene oh. is, you know, the final showdown between grandpa and Snyder. And in my version, after the whole home invasion, grandpa is tired of running, so he meets him personally. He meets Snyder personally. The family ends up discovering that Grandpa, yes, he was going on these crazy drug deals with Snyder because that's what he was. Snyder was. was Snyder's a drug dealer, but not a narcotics drug dealer. Similar to what you're doing, he's a bioengineer drug dealer. And Snyder's planning to launch an army of super ninjas engineered to peak physical performance. And that's why Snyder looks so young compared to Grandpa because they're supposed to be the same age. Henry Golden is like 30 years younger or something like that. But he's continued to chemically alter his body. So Grandpa was the last to take the dose of the original formula needed for the Super Army. He's too old now. It, it won't work for him in his DNA. So the vitality and the dosage can only be harnessed through the boys. And Grandpa knows that, so he's been refusing. He's like, no, you cannot take my boys. So he has a final showdown, and it's another epic sword fight. And you think Grandpa's just putting in work, dude. George yeah. Shikai is going to be so I want to see that. Because <laughs> I don't see him putting in work. That's what I see. Yes. That's what I see. I mean, I think we're probably going to have a stunt double there because he is 80 years old. But Grandpa, Grandpa's about to, he's about to take him out. Snyder heals. But being the sneaky-ass little dude that he is, he stabs him behind in the back. Just just uh, more. Grandpa? More. Yes. Grandpa no. dies. Grandpa. He's dying. Just like the dishonor he showed earlier on, he's not a true ninja. Snyder goes behind his back and he stabs him. He's impaled and there's just blood everywhere and he dies in front of his grandkids. What is wrong with you? You're talking shit to me? Grandpa's dead. I'm sorry, everybody. I ruined your childhood. (laughs) Snyder goes over there. He offers the kids immortality and, you know, to join his army, to, to reign this army. And they refuse. So that's when a three versus one battle between all of them and Snyder happens. So then they just start, like, beating him up brutally. Leg kicks, all these roundhouse kicks. And that's what happens. Snyder brutally gets head kicked. And it literally decapitates him. <laughs> Blood gushing everywhere. Think of, like, I, I'm trying to think Any of... Any kind of kung fu movie where you yeah, cut the head off. Yeah, kung fu, you cut the head off. It's just like a swarm. Also, like, Kill Bill. When, when Lucy Liu cuts off the head. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. And then the blood just squirts out like that. That's I what happens. That. That's what happens. That. So Snyder's dead, but the DNA, whatever version that they have distributed, it's already out into production. The ninja school finds out about this. They pardon grandpa like posthumously, and then they offer the kids a spot to the school to help take down the super ninjas. And they agree. And that's where the first film ends, leaving the door for the sequels and to take out the other ninjas. Cliffhanger. I like that. Why don't you tell me about the super soldier stuff earlier? Because it was a secret. (laughs) I like it. All right. So mine, I'm going with the ending as well. So like I told you. Colt just fucking murdered this ninja. They're running through the facility, and they go through a door, and boom. All the ninjas are there. We see Snyder, big-ass Dave Batista. No, just stops the boys. They get held out of nowhere. A ninja appears. It's Grandpa. Him and Snyder, they just go at it. And it's Jackie Chan, so we're going with Jackie Chan's formula. At the beginning, they're even. Boom, trading shots, trading shots, going at it. You can't believe Jackie Chan's still this fast. But then Dave Bautista's brutality comes in. Snyder's huge muscles just overpowers. I have a more of like a brawler ninja. Yeah, just going yeah. At it. that style is completely great. I love that because that's that wrestler versus that finesse dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's where I was going. I watch with. MMA, bro. <laughs> I know. You know, and the kids are there, like, go, Grandpa, go, and they're holding him. 
They're holding him, and Snyder, he gets the advantage, and he's just... Gets Grandpa on the floor, just starts socking him. Classic, I mean, you hear him talk, talk no, don't, Grandpa! And like after, the original. Like, exactly like the original. Gotcha. That's where we're going. And Grandpa does a crazy sweeping leg kick, and now he has the advantage. But no, he slips. Snyder grabs him by the throat, pulls him up into the air, and is choking him. Cho- oh, and you hear- okay. <laughs> He's just getting choked, and you hear Snyder tell his men, Make the children watch. And he's just hold you just see the ninjas holding the kid's face while he's just sucking the life for life force out of grandpa. Fuck, I love it. So fucking graphic. Grandpa! Check your pockets! And then that's where we get the good and plenty scene. Grandpa goes in. He has a crazy absurd amount of good and plenty. Oh, they're back? No. And he just shoves them into David Ah. Jesus' face. An insane amount. I love it. And right there, that's when he's going out. Bra, 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 bra. And he fucking murders the shit out of him right in front of the boy. It's just hand to hand, face to face. That's what I want. Fist to face. That's all. I want that brutality and just staring at it. You You know what that reminds me of? I don't know. uh, Only God forgives where where, where, like they're, they're just complete like. Primal brutality, right? And that's what I want. You yeah. know, all of that with Grandpa. He find, he does it. How does an old man just smash in Dave Fatisa's face? And that's where that's it how ends. it ends. That's how it ends. Wow, look at that. Super violent. Both of our films are super <laughs> violent. A uh, bit funny. Oh, no, my, mine is Yours. a bit funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. I love it. Tell us what you guys thought. You know, a quick recap. Let's do a quick recap. So my film is called Three Ninjas. It's an action comedy and it is directed by Tim Miller. It's written by Seth Rogen and myself. And, you know, it is more of an origin story and a superhero story. And yours? Mine, The Three Ninjas, written by me and Edward Emanuel, directed by Zhang Moon. And it's just a hard R martial arts film. And we finally get backstory, a modernized version of a story of a grandpa and his grandchildren. Well, that's going to conclude today's episode of Reboot. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording these. Obviously, we can geek out a bit more with all these crazy-ass details, but we don't think we want to bore y'all with that. Please, any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to us at malvinmogli at gmo.com. Subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast, please. And if you listen on Apple, please rate us five stars. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. And we'll see you on the next episode of Reboot. Reboot. Let's murder them.